0: what if I told you that everyday, ordinary events could teach us extraordinary, eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host, BJ site I'm a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday, ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've joined me for this episode. Now, let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. Before we get into today's episode, I've got an announcement to make. As you all know, we are getting very close to baby time over here. As a matter of fact, we are only just over a week away from a scheduled induction, and there is a pretty good chance that Finley will make an appearance on her own before that. With that being said, I'm going to be taking a little bit of a break from podcasting for a few weeks as I enjoy some paternity leave at home with my family. However, the show must go on. Y'all remember Kenny Embry the host of the Balancing the Christian Life podcast, right? Well, he and several others that he has organized are going to be stepping in and sharing their own perspectives while I am away. So, starting with next Tuesday, you can expect a new episode to drop each week just with a different guest speaker. I'm looking forward to it, and I hope you are too. Now, on to today's lesson. I had an early morning today as I have a new study that starts at 6.30 a.m., so I was up by 5.30 a.m., which is at least good practice for the baby. I had a 9.00 a.m. class prep session with Philip Smith immediately after my early study, and by the time we wrapped up around 11 a.m., my stomach had been up for six and a half hours and was ready for lunch. I called Kylie and asked if I would be in the way if I came home a bit early for lunch, to which she responded that I should absolutely come home. Our dear friend Brianna Ratliff and her daughter Bella were over for a play date, and we could all just do lunch together. We cooked up some chicken, some macaroni and cheese, and some green beans to go along with some fruit for all of us. As you can imagine, no matter what you end up making, trying to get a four-year-old, a two-year-old, And a one-year-old to eat everything that is put in front of them (laughs) is going to be a challenge. Dane annihilated his macaroni and fruit, but the rest took some convincing. Ava did pretty good overall, which was nice. Now Bella, well, she apparently has been protesting eating her meat for her mom and dad as of late. We sat and enjoyed watching Brianna try to convince her to eat her chicken. But no matter how Brianna presented it, she wouldn't eat it. Finally, Kylie suggested that she let me give it a try, for which I was totally game. I picked up the same fork, the same chicken, and started doing my Disney impressions for Bella. I'm told I'd do a spot on Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse. After pretending to eat her chicken, I then offered it to Bella while doing my silly voices. And guess what? She ate it with a grin. No questions asked. Well, that figures, Brianna laughed. I guess you're going to have to come over at mealtimes and help her eat her meat then. (laughs) We all laughed because we've all dealt with this with our children. It might not make much sense to us, but that's the way it goes. You can have the same food, the same fork, and whatever it might be, But your kids won't eat it until someone else offers it to them. All they needed was a different perspective. As I thought about this, I realized how many practical spiritual lessons can be taken away from this instance this afternoon. We've talked about this principle in part before, but we want to revisit it and get a little bit more specific this time around. Let's begin by considering the wisdom of the Proverbs, as we will see this principle repeated time and time again. Where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs 11 and verse 14. Without counsel, plans fail. But with many advisors, they succeed. Proverbs 15 and verse 22. For by wise guidance you can wage war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. Proverbs 24 and verse 6. The commonality between all of these proverbs is clear. There is great wisdom in inquiring from many sources, and hearing from several different perspectives. Now let me clarify. We, and neither are the Proverbs, suggesting that there are many truths, and that you just choose the one that best suits your desires. That is called having itching ears, and Paul warns Timothy about this in his second letter to him in the fourth chapter. What I am suggesting is that sometimes the truth can be presented in different ways and from different perspectives, and often one will resonate with us better than another. The message is the same. The point is the same. But when we hear it presented by someone else than we've heard before, it's often in this moment that it finally makes sense or becomes easier for us to understand. There are a lot of practical applications as a result of understanding this principle. First, it's important not just to sit at the foot of one teacher. Consider what we are told about the church in Antioch in Acts chapter 13 and in verse 1. It reads Now in the church at Antioch there were prophets and teachers Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, a close friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. In many churches today, there is primarily one man who does most of the teaching and preaching publicly. While there are perhaps benefits to this, there are certainly a lot of disadvantages as well. I feel particularly blessed to be a part of a church family here in Danville that was much like Antioch because of how many men are regularly involved in teaching and preaching. While I certainly do the majority of the pulpit lessons, every month there are others who preach also. Often, it is Mike Estes, but sometimes it's someone else. For example, in this upcoming month with my paternity leave, we will have at least five different speakers by the end of the month. This is of huge benefit to the church because while the truth is always being proclaimed by each of us, sometimes we learn better from someone else. We would do well to ensure that we are regularly sitting at the foot of not just one teacher, but many teachers. But there are other applications as well. Naturally, as parents, We are primarily responsible for teaching and instructing our children, and see Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 4 for more details. However, it is critical that we ensure that our children have good mentors apart from us that they can go to and learn from as well. Growing up, my parents would say things to me until they were blue in the face. But I wouldn't listen. I was stubborn and rebellious. And yet, someone else that I respected would come along and tell me literally the exact same thing from a different perspective. And guess what? (laughs) It finally sunk in. There is great wisdom in what Paul teaches in Titus chapter 2, where older women are to mentor the younger women and older men are to mentor the younger men. We need mentors, not just one, but many, because with many counselors, there is success. There are many more practical applications that we can learn from this truth, but I think that at this point we get the picture. I am excited that in the next few weeks, we get to put this truth into practice. While many of you have graciously shared the encouragement that you get from the perspectives that I offer, and I'm humbled, you are going to get to sit at the feet of some incredible guest speakers over the next few weeks. Guys that I learn from regularly and get great encouragement from. Please tune in for them and then subscribe to their own podcasts because the way that they present things might just be exactly the way that you need to hear the truths of God's Word. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode, and I would invite you back every Tuesday for a brand new episode each week. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook for occasional announcements and special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, please, if you're able to, be sure to share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it as well. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all, each and every day, set our minds above. I
1: what I'm doing But the way that she smiles And the way that she laughed Give me some kind of peace Like I never had I guess I see what all the fuss is about Cause I got a dog a daughter now and if i'm honest i love it i wear dumb clothes now and i'm like what of it there are innumerable things that i'm no longer above that's more than fine with me so if that just stuck handed here i can handle it if that needs straight baby i can examine it judge me till you walk a mile in my socks and my sandals kid. I said I started making some changes I said no to some radio stations I made some time for some family vacations cause that's who I wanna be My biggest fan doesn't care if I'm famous even though the people know what my name is Yeah like I said I started making some changes to be who I wanna be Cause I got a dog. Now...